guess I better have the mic close by so I can talk. <laughs> Welcome to the Micro Effect Broadcasting Network. Hi, I'm your host, Tony Pantelaresco, and you're listening to us live on the Micro Effect Broadcasting Network. You can access the show by typing in www.themicroeffect.com to click on the appropriate links, the chat room links, come on in, make friends, get acquainted, solve some issues, save the planet, come up with some great ideas, brainstorm. It's called forming a community or communism. <laughs> uh, you can access me on different sites all over the internet. Um, you can access me at you know, augmentedforce.com. You can access me at www.minds.com. You can uh, um, access me at Smooth Love True, uh, Aeromac at uh, YouTube, all over the place. Just type in my name, type in anything to do with uh, Augmented Force or Herbs Plus or my name, and you'll find me somewhere, someplace, somewhere talking about something to do with health or frequencies or whatever. Um, had an interesting conversation today. Uh, the other day, we, when I started the show, I was talking about, you know, power babble and frequency arrays and antennas and uh, assortment of different things. And I've had a lot of emails contact me. And one guy sent me an email today with the Schumann residence on the planet being altered. So he showed me this graph. And what it, what it looked to me was the Schumann residence was not just only being altered, but that the ionosphere is, being, is leaking. It looks like it's leaking radiation. And I thought about that. I thought maybe the chemtrails are part of the cover-up to cover up the leakage that's seeping into the, into the Earth. When we're looking at frequencies and assaults and whatever, you have to understand that this is something that can access anybody, any place, any time. You have no idea. You won't even know what's being going on unless you're aware of the fact that this technology exists. I was watching the guy there on the an, another informed fellow uh, in regarding to actually being in the technology, and he was stating that even the streetlights are emitting a 5G. Now, why would they need to emit a 5G from streetlights? What are they reading from you? What are they picking up from your brain? One guy sent me a conversation day where somebody contacted him from Europe and gave him a broken down detail of information about his personal life and yet this person never met that person and that person swore that he had met this person and talked to this person specifically. So first his initial thinking was perhaps he was talking to a clone. I wrote him back that this is all it would take would be to data mine your brain extrapolate certain information that they need from your brain, then transfer that to a chip and then transfer it into a, into a uh, readable code that you can understand or readable text that you can understand. And you can have a conversation with somebody based on what you extrapolated out of their brain. Now some of you are thinking this is far-fetched and out there. And, for, and some of you are probably, you know, this is probably scaring the hell out of you. Well, you got a right to be scared, for sure. You have no privacy. But think about this. Think about this. 
You're walking down the street and these lights are beaming a beam of blue light or blue ray technology or blue beam technology into your eyes. And you're wearing no, no ocular protection whatsoever. No, you're not wearing any yellow lenses, orange lenses, or red lenses whatsoever. You're walking down the street and now this thing's beaming into your eyes and reading your thoughts. Reading your thoughts. Invading your privacy or worse yet, how, because if I can access the brain to read your thinking or to extrapolate information from your brain, that also means I could also input into your brain. That is where we're at today. This is why you have to really guard your thoughts. This is why when things go into your head, you have to question, is this you? Are these my thoughts? Uh, you know, this does, this does not come from me. When we did shows a while ago, and I was saying that in the data mining process, how they access the right side of the brain, what they pull out of the right side, what they access on the left side of the brain, what they pull on the left side, and what they access on the frontal lobe of your brain, what they pull out. And when you get thoughts in your head, especially if you're reading, doing information, data researching, or whatever, and you're doing whatever you're doing in, on your, on your, you know, information gathering, and you go into certain sites that apparently is a no-no with artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence doesn't want you to know that it exists. Artificial intelligence does not want you to know that it's extremely advanced. Artificial intelligence does not want you to know that it can do, you know, it is far, far beyond what the current knowledge or awareness of artificial intelligence is. So when you find things showing and indicating that artificial intelligence is behind a lot of the things and events that are going on in the world today, the cataclysmic events that are occurring right now, the things are, are manipulating in specific ways, then, and once you understand that, that gives you power. Even though you may not be able to change the events, but it gives you power to protect yourself. It gives you power to prepare. It gives you power to, so that you can endure or survive or thrive in whatever state the artificial intelligence maneuvers and manipulates the planet. You know, when we read about biblical prophecies, native prophecies, Nostradamus prophecies, uh, Quranic prophecies, Hebrew prophecies, East, uh, uh, Arabic prophecies, they all pretty well have the same theme. Uh, they almost all have the same theme. You know, the earth is screwed and it's going to come to an end. We all know that. This, I mean, almost everybody in every faith is telling you this. What I find ironic in the determination of the end of the world or the prophecies is how detailed they are depending on what belief system or what religious system or what ideology or philosophical system there is and how close they all are in their description of how horrific the end times are going to be. We are in the end times. Period. Anybody's telling you, oh, we're not in the end times. I like to have what they're smoking or drinking. But in the reality is, they are. it's all happening. And it's all happening exactly 
as some of the things have been said throughout all the texts, whether it be native, the natives believe the same thing. Uh, they have certain details about the end that Christians don't have. Christians have certain details that the, the Muslims don't have. The Muslims have certain details that the Hebrews don't have. The Hebrews have certain details that the Ayurvedics don't have. And we start, and the Ayurvedics have details that, you know, other groups don't have. When you start comparing those details and you start looking and making and seeing the connections and, and connecting the dots, it's a program. It's an operating system enabling a program to act. When something is calling the shots before they happen, that means it's already been programmed into the, into the game. It's already been programmed into the hardware. Where it gets confusing is when you get these ministers and these priests and these rabbis and these, these uh, people, they get into a pulpit and they interject what they think the interpretation may mean based on how they threw this verse with that verse or whatever. And most of the time, they're wrong. Most of the time. So... When we're looking at certain things, we need to be aware that the possibility of a program operating system being on the planet, creating the operations to exist through programming, may be a reality. And the fact that, that the same program can now access you through just light and sound, through frequency, also can in, in, um, in detail can create the illusion of reality that you're in today. You wouldn't even know it. The way we think, the way we've been programmed all our lives, the way we've been per perceiving things all our lives, the way th that the educational system has been programming us and leaning us and gearing us into the, the reality that they want us to be into. Okay. Again, that's all programming. And we're, we were programmed to meet the program that's operating now. Okay, to give you a concept, when we talk about being spiritual, the concept of being spiritual is a program. That program is God's program for us and how we conduct ourselves and how we grow and how we evolve and how we're supposed to evolve. That's a program. Now you have another program that is conflicting with that program and in fact causing you not to see that program in its entirety and what it's deeming as a spirituality or as a, as a belief or a faith is nothing more than dead religion or a dead program to keep one entrapped in an ideal, an imagined view or perspective. Okay? And this all has to tie in with health because the same thing is being done in regard to you going to a doctor. Why are you going to a doctor? Because you're going there to find a solution to your problem. And when you get to these doctors, all they can do is treat the problem. As I said on the last show, when we are treating the problem we are keeping the problem functioning in other words if i've got a virus in the computer instead of putting an antiviral program 
and I start just treating the virus, I means I'm keeping the virus in an operating functioning fashion and the computer is now is still in a state of dysfunctionality. The computer doesn't get fixed. It just gets taken over, but it gets but the takeover is regulated. So it's not a complete takeover right away. It's a simple bit by bit, bite by bite take taken over. This is applying to us as well. Everything that we've ever seen on television, everything we've ever heard on the radio, everything we've ever listened to in school, everything that we've been, any kind of propaganda that's been given to us has been all been done through some form of sensationalizing or sensationalism that has occurred and has gotten us thinking in terms that is off, way off. When it comes to health, it's the same thing going on. You got doctors in this in this industry, the guru doctors, that for the most part, 99% of them couldn't tie their shoe if it was Velcro. And yet they will come out there and propagate through propaganda or ad, ad, an advertisement campaign products that don't work, products that cause more subjugation to the disease or the affliction. They too are still treating the disease. They are not helping you find the cure. You notice you don't even hear that terminology anymore in the health food industry. Finding a cure. They don't talk that way. They used to. They used to. You know, we, um, we, when we used to go to a health food store 30 years ago, we used to say, well, I'm going to go there and fix the problem. Now people go into a health food store and they just buy $300, $400, $500, $1,000 worth of vitamins. <laughs> and they live on those vitamins. And they're still sick. They're still, still having problems. Why is that? That's the question that should be coming to your mind. Are you fixing the problem? Or are you treating the problem? See, doctors are farcical. You know, if you can find a doctor that will actually fix you, help you find a solution, help you find a cure, that doctor will never see the light of day in advertisement. It will never happen. Because the moment they come out with the idea that they found an actual cure for cancer, not just crap we're hearing out of Israel. Oh yeah, we got a shot for cancer. My, you know, I hear stuff like that, and I think, what a load of bullshit. When you actually have someone that knows how to fix the person, restore the person, repair the person, increase the person's capacity to become. Um, um, resistant to the being occupied by whatever dysfunctionality is going on that particular doctor healer or whatever will be kept on the low low side several reasons one he would tip the apple cart big time and it would expose the medical industry two he would uh, get killed because the pharmaceutical industry would lose billions billions if you have a cure for anything Got diabetes and you cure it? Oh, man. You know, they'll come up first, they'll approach you and say, we'll buy the idea from you and you go away. 
If you say no, you just go away. So how many things have been in the past? When you think about it, how many things in the past have come out to really benefit mankind right across the way? We're getting, we are getting carburetors in the 50s that are giving us 100 miles to the gallon. And today, the best we can get in the United States and Canada is about 23 to 25 miles average. You get some cars that will give you a little bit more. And then in Europe, you go to Europe, they can get about 50 to 60 miles to a gallon. And then you go to Asia, they're getting 200 miles to a gallon. I mean, why is there such a discrepancy? Is America and Canada that far gone, that backward, that stupid? Or is it that they are treating the affliction rather than curing the disease? Are they just giving you enough to get by, keeping you in a state of dysfunctionality? See, if, if we were paying attention, we would all be putting hydrogen converters in our car gives you about 20% extra on the fuel mileage. 20% may not sound alike, but when you're spending an, when you're saving an extra $5 a, a, a week on gas, you know, that adds up over a year. You know, do the math. 20 bucks a month, $240 a year you'd be saving. So, uh, uh, something that came across the pipe as well, because I was looking at the chat room, and it reminded me. The Gates Foundation now is now saying that you're not dying fast enough. Jeez, we can't kill them off fast enough. We don't have enough vaccines. They're not taking the vaccines. What's keeping these people alive? Vitamins are keeping people alive. Supplements are keeping people alive. Remedies are keeping people alive. Now they're going after that. So my advice, suggestion, encouragement would be to start stockpiling. Or to keep things sealed, keep things in a cool area, and they'll last you for decades. Contrary to what they tell you in, the, uh, in the, some of the labeling. Or put them in a solution where you can preserve them. Because eventually, you know, when we did the videos on YouTube to help people come up with solutions and make your own stuff and all the things, you know, that we talked about. You know, I knew back then that they were, they, the hunt was on. If they shut down Europe in 2011, 2012, and only thousand twelve 12 herbs to be sold. And it went after Australia. Australia. Beautiful country, and the government the government is the worst problem in Australia, just like Canada. The worst problem Canada has is the government. It is by far the joke, it's the laughing stock of the planet right now. It's sad to say we are the laughing stock of the planet. It's a, it's a disgrace and a shameful uh, perspective that we have, that we have a prime minister acting and conducting himself the way he is. And on top of that, our government is being more puppetized than the American government. The banks are creating the puppeteering. The Soros is running the show. Pharmaceutical companies are puppeteering. I mean, it's crazy what's going on here. And it's again to destroy the, the uh, continuity of Canada. 
So this is happening as well. So get prepared and be preparing yourselves for whatever. Be prepared to be able to move as well. Your, your area where you may be living may become a war zone. You never know. They may be firing yellow and blue beams from the sky to take out neighborhoods. I don't, you never know. If 5G is already running, like and, and, and it is based on what I've been told, contrary to what some of these idiots and morons are repeating by the government, then everything is armed and ready to assault that, that area. Everything. You might want to pay attention on how to block microwave radiation from you. Okay, this is very going to be very important. When you're driving in your car, you might want to have some kind of deflective material on the car itself or in the, inside the car at the least, so that if you did get hit with a radiation beam, you, you it would not have the full impact or any impact if you got hit with it. I'll give you guys an idea what you can make real quick. Okay, and I know I'm going to hate saying this, but I'll do it anyway. In Canada, we have a place called Princess Auto. And they got these little portable fans. They're not like the ones I showed on YouTube. They're even smaller and lighter. And you can mount them on the dashboard while you're driving. You know, plug them into a 9-volt, 12-volt battery, whatever you want, cigarette lighter. Put two, one on each side, and while you're driving, it'll create a, a toroidal field. Any frequency coming through you at the windshield will be dispersed. Now you're going to ask me, how is that coming? How is that possible? How is frequencies going to come through the windshield while I'm driving? I'm moving. I'm not stationary, and I'm not moving at a, a you know, I'm not moving like a pedestrian. I'm moving at a pretty quick pace. The guys in front of you, coming at you from the opposite direction, are firing blue beam frequencies at you through their cars. Put on the yellow lenses, you will see the green hue from these automobiles with, this, with these new lights, smart lights. And you may want to take a look at that, because as that's hitting you, it can keep on initiating a program into your head. You know, the last thing I want is something to go into my head and initiate a program. I'm, I'm kind of fussy that way. I don't know why. Maybe the idea of freedom of speech and being free and having my own personal choices might mean something to me. And since I do not consent, nor do I still consent or ever will consent to a bloody machine taking me over, it can kiss my Mediterranean backside. That's what it can do. I am not inclined to bow down to a machine, and nobody should. My knee will only bend to one, and only one. That's it. The rest, machineries, kings, popes, whatever, they're just people, or its, or aliens, or demons, or whatever you want to call them, waiting to meet their maker. That's how I see it. So when we're talking today about protection, because I've been looking at how we can do this in the car. And so I saw these fans, and they're, and they're really, they're not that expensive. They're about eight bucks, seven, eight bucks. And if you mount them on, on you can mount them throughout the car, as long as you, you got a, a, a feed, a power feed to them. But if you had enough of them, I don't know if that might even throw off a radar. I don't know, I don't know. But they can create a field of uh, toroidal vortex inside the car, making it more difficult to be accessed by 
uh, Blue Beam Technology. So, uh, the Toyota Field will have no effect on the car, Tony. It shouldn't. It's not going to put out that strong a field where it's going to shut down your chips or anything, but it can create a deflection uh, coming at you. Because you got to remember, like I so said, you put on the L lenses and you're driving, let's say you're driving north and traffic is coming south, and you look at the headlights, the headlights are always on. Ever ask that question? Why would I need headlights in the middle of the day to be turned on? Ever ask that? I mean, I'm growing up, you know, as a child coming through life, and nobody had their headlights while they were driving in the daytime. All of a sudden, now we got to turn the headlights on because we've got to make it hard, uh, easier to see each other. Are you kidding me? You're driving a car. You can't see the car in front of you. You shouldn't be driving. You know what I mean? So, why are the lights on all the time? Was it a... Was it a design program first we'll put it we'll get everybody to turn the lights on then we'll change the lights <laughs> there you go uh, to say okay Fiona the same idea okay Fiona Fiona is saying something in the chat room here it says cool note about these fans I made an extra one put near my bed a slightly more powerful one than another I've got, and I've slept better since adding the, the, the one fan. It works, yep. Well, it's the same idea. You're blocking the frequency. You're creating a distortion field in your room while you're sleeping so that you don't have a direct access or direct hit to the head. When you're driving, you're getting these beams from the street lights. You're getting, if they're not on, you're getting them from the headlights of other cars. And if you got the radio on, you're getting a blue beam from the radio. So, I personally don't like my brain being scrambled, nor do I like the idea of someone going into my brain. It's bad enough when I catch them in there doing some data mining. Anyway, creating a field while you're driving will go a long way in creating a distortion that we're looking for. Oh, I hear the music. Come on back and we'll further carry on with the conversation. See you in a bit. Hey, I, I think we're back. We're back on the Micro Effect Broadcasting Network. Hi, I'm your host, Tony Pantelresco, and you're listening to The Remedy. Whenever we're outside today, in your home, driving a car, going to a store, you're being hit with frequencies, whether you're aware of it or not. Street lights are hitting you with frequencies. Car lights are hitting you with frequencies. Your cell phone, iPad. You walk into a store. Facial recognition programs are hitting you all the time. Lights are hitting you, putting thoughts in your head whether to buy this product or that product. Your, the list goes on. You're going to a movie, into a movie house, or you're renting a 
renting a CD or DVD to watch a movie. And it says Blue Beam or Blu-ray. You're constantly being barraged. And now, and now, they figured, see this is how they play us like chess pieces. They figured they'll bring in things gradually so you don't see it coming. They set up the board. They set up the game. They set it up in such a way and in such subtly, subtly, subtleness that you don't see it coming. It change here, a modification there, you know, and you don't think nothing about it. And then the farmers, you farmers, you listen to the program. Start checking your cow's tits and udders and hips and chests and between the eyes. Start checking your livestock. If you see any kind of anomaly going on, dark spots, looks like moles or some kind of unusual growth in their skin, they will have been hit with their directed energy weapons. I had, a, I had a farmer contact me from New Brunswick. He talked about it uh, on one of the shows, how they had targeted the tit and the udder and the, by the ass of the cow, the, the chest, uh, between the eyes, all over. Today I had somebody come in talking to me about a farm and the cows are all having health issues and they're having these markings. So if you're a farmer and you're raising cows or cattle and, you're, and you've got dairy cows as well, pay close attention. This agenda to disarm mankind is again at the food source. They know bloody damn well that the milk products, the egg products, and the meat products is what will keep you standing and fighting. And this horse hockey about turning you into a grazer. I mean, they want to turn you into a grazer. We're meant to be more than grazers. But anyway, the cost and some of these ludicrous ideas. Well, the energy frequency of vegetation is higher. Well, if a cow is eating tons of vegetation, then your frequency should be off the map. If I eat the cow, I'm eating the grass, or eat the grass, and, 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 I'm eat, and he's eating a lot of grass, or she's eating a lot of grass, hell, I should, my frequency should be on the other side of the universe. All the meat I've eaten. <laughs> there he goes. Contacting the next universe. <laughs> I mean, that's what I mean, stupidity. It's all about subjugating and subduing and manipulating. To make one believe in the most ridiculous and retarded crap one could think of. So that in the end, you have been completely undermined with horse hockey. So, like I said, uh, <laughs> now we're not cows in the herd. We are the herd. And those of us who have been in the herd mindset are leaving the herd. The rest are just still marching in the tomb, you know. 
There's a biblical reference that refers to people who are awake. We piped to you, you did not dance. We wailed to you, and you did not cry. That's for those people who are waking up and walking to a different tune. We're walking to the truth. So we're not listening to the, we're not listening to the, uh, to the tone. We're not, we're not playing with the frequency. In other words, the frequency is playing, but we're saying we want none of it. You know, we are blowing that tune so you would cry and dance, and we're saying no. We ain't listening. We ain't downloading that program. Sorry, we are. We have left the building. Now we are not like cattle. We are a herd, and herds get herded to a slaughter. And those of us who are waking up are waking up and saying, we are not following the herd. Those that follow the herd or go with the herd-like mentality are done. They have been completely mesmerized and taken over by the frequencies. That's why I recited the biblical, that biblical passage. We pipe to you, you did not dance. We wail to you, you did not mourn. If you, if you pay attention to that scriptural reference, it's referring to frequency. See, when I read the Bible, I don't, I don't follow it according to the religious uh, iconic traditions. These guys couldn't tie their shoes Velcro. I do believe in Jesus. And I believe what I read the Bible says about Jesus to be completely true. But when I hear these guys and these ministers preach their horse hockey, I have a tendency to get tuned out. But then when I read the things for myself and I can make the connections to what it's saying and what we're seeing today, it makes way more sense than what I'm hearing in the pulpit today. If the pulpit is even telling you the truth. Because most of the time these preachers in the pulpit don't have a freaking clue either. They believe the upside down narrative. Well, it's a narrative, eh, squirrel? <laughs> See, I mean... There are so many clues in the Bible, I mean, especially Genesis. When you read Genesis, I've, I'm always in that book and always in that section because it seems like we're going back to, the, to some place in that time frame, the days of Noah. And the days of Noah was all frequencies and technology. You know, when I looked at that tower I constructed and put it on a bifold or magnet, well, it's almost as if I put it on a flat earth. So if we were to look at an earth being flat, it would be a pancake. And that pancake would resonate a frequency. And that frequency would come from the center of the pancake and go up and around and down, creating a magnetic bubble around the, 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 uh, the pancake. If you put an antenna in a specific spot where the frequency would be at its strongest and you were to tap into the center and uh, increase the the capacitance in the atmosphere because that's what it sounds like they're doing to me. Sounds like they're putting materials in the atmosphere that can that can collect um, magnetic or electrical or static charges, just like a capacitor. It's like a big, huge, whopping battery being stored up to, and collecting power. If that gets discharged, 
The atmosphere that we that we know is done. The land that we know is done. The water that we know is done. Life as we know it on the earth will be done. It'll never be the same. So when we're looking at, you know, when I look at these things, understanding what I'm understanding now in regarding to frequencies and towers and coils and capacitance, and I look at that structure that they were building, the structure they were building was also collecting energy. Tesla was talking about the number 369, and what I have found with the number 369 I find the number three, the number nine, and the number 12 are super powerful, especially nine. Now the interesting thing, when you take the number 12 and you uh, use the different numbers like 12, 21, 39, uh, 48, uh, 57, 66, the numbers then begin to invert. For instance, 12 and 21, they're the inversions, and they equate the same thing, 3, or 12. I mean, they're, they're just inversions of 12, or the summation of 12. But they, they, they start off at 3, but the rest is 12. But the number 66 is the only number that doesn't have a inversion, which I found interesting. But the number 9 seems to have this... this um, it has a different effect, a very potent effect. So when I built that tower, I decided I had it, I had it up to six. So I put three more tiers on top until got it got it to nine. Then I noticed from about three feet away on a bifilar coil pulsing that it was emitting a frequency. And I thought, well, what do you know? You know, what do you know? Yeah. Yeah, see, so that's for the number 9. Do it for 12. 12 would be 12. Um, uh, what's the other one? Uh, tw no, not, not 21. I, I was wrong, sorry. Yeah, 12 would be 12. Um, shit, what would be the other one? 29? No. It would go to 39, uh, 47, um, Sorry, 48, 57, uh, 66, 75, 84, 93. It goes up and back down. So, but the summation of 12, if you break down 12, 1 plus 2, you get 3. And all the numbers will eventually break down to 3. So, but if you go into... Nine, nine breaks down, it just stays nine. Six will break down to three, and three stays three. So um, when you're looking at all these numbers, you know, start off with 12. Um, then you'd go up to 39. Then you would go up to uh, 48. Then you'd go up to 57. Then you'd go up to 66. Then 57, the inversion would be 75. The inversion of 48 would be uh, 84. The inversion of 39 would be 93. So it's interesting how these numbers will go one way, then another. So when we're looking at that number 9, and when I saw the towers that uh, I built at 9 on that coil, 
it had inc had an incredible, more potent release of the field. So when we're looking at when we're looking at all the the sequences, how they are part of the the energy flow and the effect that they can have. It's interesting when you see the correlation on some of these things. So even when you're building stuff, if you build things in the, in the number sequence of 3, 9, or 12, you may see something profound. You can do it with 6 too, but I've not seen too much with 6. It seems like it's like a goal between the 3 and the 9. But do 3, 9, and 12, and you'll see, you'll see whatever you're going to see. Um... But when we look at that, that was all frequency. All of that was frequency. You know, when God came and created the, what I call the chaos programming people, the linguistic change that went on, he changed and altered the frequency because they were of one mind and one language. I said this before, Elon Musk wants to put a chip in our brain to increase bandwidth. Why, do, why do, would we need to increase bandwidth? I don't want to receive more signals, and I don't want to transmit more. <laughs> I'm happy with what I have. But an artificial intelligence or somebody firing a frequency device will now have better and clearer access to you because now they can attenuate not only the bandwidth, but they can now send in more data into the brain. It's a, it's a, it's a bigger data stream that can be, can be extracted or downloaded. Oh, Fiona, I'm saying anything you do, if you do it, for instance, at 9, let's say I'm going to wrap up a coil. I might wrap it up 90 times, or I might wrap it up 36 times, or I might wrap it up 45 times, or I might wrap it up 54 times, you know, or if I'm going to be doing it in, the, it, that's in the sequence of 9. Uh, or if I'm going to do it in a sequence of 30, I may do it 30 times. I may do it, you know, um... Uh, any number that would equal tr 3, 21, 21, 30, um, 48, <laughs> you know, something along those lines. Any number that when you add to itself to get to summation of either 3 or 12 or 9, that's what you want to use uh, in whatever you're doing. And then you'll start to see certain things that you might not normally see. Um... Again, this is just something to experiment. There you go. Yeah, you wrap stack everything in 3, 6, 9, or even 12. So if you, even if you go 3, 9, and 12, when you do things in those sequences, 12, 24, 36, 48, you know, so on and so forth, uh, 60, 72, 84, 90, you know, um, 84, 90, whatever, 93, uh, you'll see what you're going to see. Um it, it, you'll find that it has a different impact, different impact. The, when you build a tower, <laughs> do it the same way. And say you're wrapping something up, wrap it up 900 times or 300 times or 1,200 times, you know, something, something to that effect. You might, you might be surprised at the, uh, again, at your outcome. It's just it's just what it is, just how it is. You know, it's just the way uh, things flow in regard to the um, 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 
the energy that you might see released it's, it's very interesting to say the least very interesting um, in regard to the the uh, things that you can come up with but everything has become frequency um, um, even even the even the signals that we're getting from light and sound I put a link out there today on sound laser producing sound or sound producing lasers I forget now how it went but everything is now is being attenuated toward a frequency so that these frequencies can now be used to assault us to how they can now uh, even um, uh, what was I seeing earlier today about um, um, something to do with the genetics and light controlling the genetics with light this is that whenever you see these things that they tell you how it's going to be so good for you and how they can help and heal you and so forth and so on um, you have to remember and understand this is not about them fixing you they're not curing anything. Remember that. Always remember that in the back of your mind when you're reading these texts about how they're going to be able to do this and that for you. How they're going to make medications more effective and how they can deliver them better and more efficiently to certain targeted areas. Or how they can access your genetic code to, uh, to cause this and to cure that. It's not about cure. Never is. They have not cured anything in the last 60 years not a bloody thing so whenever you see these texts writing about how great and wonderful this and that is going to be this is to put a thought or an imagined picture in your mind that now we have a solution we have solutions to these problems we have delusions to those problems is what we have what they're doing with these things is they're telling you now they can now better access your genetic code, your DNA, your mitochondria, your ATP, your enzymes, your antioxidants, your cells, your, your chromosomes, and now they can alter them more efficiently. That's what they're telling you. This isn't about your, you being cured. This isn't about you finding health. This is about you, you know, they pipe to you and you dance the tune. They wail to you and you cried when they cried. That's what this is about. They're trying to get you to go along to capitulate with the program, to, to accept this is the best it's going to get, keep you in a state of conflict, state of dysfunctionality, state of despondency, the state of, uh, the state of dependency. When you go to a health food store and you're buying supplements today and you're reading all the contamination in the supplements, you have to ask this question, why are they in there? When you're going to the grocery store and you're reading the labels on all the food you're buying, and you're seeing all these harmful, contaminated uh, things they're putting in the food, you have to ask the question, why are they put there? They're offering you absolutely no value by putting them into these, these things that you are ready to consume. Unless I was trying to alter, create, or manage your health by breaking it down and incrementally so that you would not make the connection that the things you've been exposed to is causing the problems. We are in that state of stupid. You have no idea. When we're looking at some of the um, 
We're looking at some of the things. Now you have to take into the equation. I've been giving you glyphosates. I've been giving you this and giving you that. And now I'm firing a beam at you to activate those components so that they can now operate on an operating system or a program. That's what's going on. Alrighty, what else is going on is we've got the micro effect going on. And you might want to help them along to keep them going on. So help them any way you can. Uh, you've got other places as, as well that you can check out. You know, feel free to look at all the different places. You've got www.minds.com, forward slash Brian396, augmentandforce.com, smewlovetrue.com, byebluesky.com, arrowmac at uh, YouTube. Go check them out. Support them any way you can. Give them your support. Help them out. Augment and Force. There's a catalog link there. Feel free to access the catalog. See what you can get. See what you need. Uh, I also do consultations as well. So if you need a consultation, let me know through an email or you can give me a call. 519-977-5351. That was pretty quick. I think I got that through that okay. All righty. Yeah, so check out those sites. Support these people. Anything you can gain to help you be prepared for what's coming down. Think of it this way. If the way of life that you're living today becomes neutralized completely, how are you going to get through it? No computer, no cell phone, might have a laptop provided it hasn't been taken out or neutralized. And if it hasn't been taken out, and if the operating system's operating and you have information backed up on DVDs or flash drives or other things that haven't been able to, haven't been neutralized, you might be able to utilize it. First thing you might want to do is make sure you have adequate power on, on supply. Um, but these are things that you should be thinking. If they're going through all the trouble of contaminating the ionosphere with all these chemtrails to maybe perhaps hide the fact that radiation is leaking from the, from the ionosphere into the earth and that radiation is being collected by those chemtrails <clears throat> as an energy source not to mention the fact they're firing heart frequencies and other uh, uh, type of uh, terahertz frequencies up into the ionosphere and maybe 5G as well and the fact that they built a collider down here to trigger an energy, an energy um, domino effect. Imagine, think of this for a second. You got a collider, a superconductive magnet that can create, can, can have two atoms collide, releasing all kinds of energy. Where does that energy go? And imagine if you directed it at a specific spot on the planet that had an antenna array that would target the ionosphere, which is loaded with high levels of stored energy, creating its own field, its own inductance, collecting it like a capacitor. What would happen if you created a surge? What happens when you have an EMP? You wipe everything out. You, you disengage all the frequencies. Imagine that. Imagine if the field around the planet was completely disengaged. Who would have the most to benefit from in a situation like that? Either 
something trapped down here trying to get out or something out there trying to invade here. Just a thought. You know, not saying could be, and it could be something being set up by our own government for all, all we know. But the point is, you have to start thinking in the, in the out there realm. Who has the most to gain with a field being completely disengaged around the planet? How much radiation would come into this planet from the sun alone? That's a shielded barrier. How much cosmic radiation, gamma radiation, how much you know, uh, spatial debris would come into the earth? What would be set free? Who would pay the price? <laughs> if we were about the ozone layer back in the 70s and they were blaming it on hairspray, which was a big pile of rubbish, the reason why we had an ozone uh, issue going on is because the United States and several other countries had detonated over 2,700 nuclear explosions. The ionosphere was not designed to expand but to um, uh, go the other way. It was designed to act like a trampoline so if anything that would hit the planet would cushion it so that it wouldn't take the planet out of its orbit and then go back up. So they've been expanding the ionosphere with these frequencies. It has created leakage and I think they're using all these things to either cover it up or to absorb that energy, one or the other. Again, this is speculation. I have nothing at this point to completely validate that. But that's what it sounds like. And I think that's why David Keats wanted to dump more crap up into the atmosphere to help maybe seal the leakage or perhaps to collect more energy. The, uh, these scientists today do not believe any of them. They're not practicing science. What they're practicing today is a form of some kind of ritualistic um, enchantments of some kind. They're not, they're, they're accessing programs that come from some dark, dark place. Mm. You, know, we, you know, we used to hear on TV, abracadabra and heebie-jeebie and blah, blah, blah. We were being entertained with some of the program language of that network, that system, that abyss. It's incredible. Like I said, the more you peel the onion, the more you're going to realize how much of our history may not have even existed, might have been completely fabricated. Uh, and some of the things that have been going on have never went away. So these are things that are going to shake up a lot of people who are caught up in the current programming. And it's going to take some time to undo and unlearn some of the things that have been embedded into the brain. But we are not living in those times that we're te they're telling us. Look, at the, look around you, planet-wide, planet-wide, the assault is going on, and everybody's sick. I think I hear music. All right, we'll see you next week, next Tuesday. Till then, brainstorm. Come up with some great ideas. See ya.